Please open your Bibles with me to Colossians chapter 2. As you're turning there, I'd just like to make a few remarks. I, I trust you're here this evening to hear from the Lord and not a man. I promise you, if you are here to merely hear a man speak, the Lord will not and cannot bless you. But if you are here to hear him, I trust it is because of what he said regarding his people. He said, my sheep hear my voice. And through the preaching of the gospel, our Lord sends his spirit and speaks to his sheep. He said, I am the good shepherd and I know my sheep and known of mine. Our Lord declares of his people that he will send us a comforter. He says, when the comforter is come, whom I will send unto you from the Father, even the spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall testify of me. I love the plainness of the way our Lord declared the truth. The Holy Spirit testifies of him. We're here to hear of him. What a comfort it is to be had for you, elect sinner of God, as he condescends to speak comfort to our hearts by his spirit, applying once again by his grace the glorious truths of his blessed person and his finished saving work to our weary and needy hearts. This evening we'll read from Colossians chapter 2, the entire chapter, and we'll return to examine the last eight verses, verses 16 to 23. I trust the Lord will bless his people at its reading. Colossians chapter 2. For I would that ye knew what great conflict I have for you, and for them at Laodicea, and for as many has not seen my face in the flesh, that their hearts might be comforted, being knit together in love, and unto all riches of the full assurance of understanding, to the acknowledgement of the mystery of God, and of the Father, and of Christ in whom are hid all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. As ye have therefore received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk ye in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, as ye have been taught, abounding therein with thanksgiving, Beware lest any man spoil you through philosophy and vain deceit, after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily, and ye are complete in him, which is the head of all principality and power, in whom also ye are circumcised with the circumcision made without hands, and putting off the body of the sins of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ." Buried with him in baptism, wherein also ye are risen with him through the faith of the operation of God, who hath raised him from the dead. And you, being dead in your sins, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with him, having forgiven you all trespasses, blotting out the handwriting of ordinances that was against us, which was contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to his cross." And having spoiled principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly, triumphing over them in it. 
Let no man therefore judge you in meat, or in drink, or in respect of an holy day, or of the new moon, or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not holding the head from which all the body by joints and bands, having nourishment ministered and knit together, increaseth with the increase of God. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances? Touch not, taste not, handle not, which are all to perish with the using, after the commandments and doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom and will-worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to the satisfying of the flesh. There are three things which I desire to draw your attention to in our portion this evening. And if you can remember these three words, I pray the Lord will grant you much comfort through the coming week and and evermore. The words are righteousness, revelation, and reconciliation. I pray that the Holy Spirit will be pleased to hold to your view Christ's perfect righteousness. Beloved, you are complete in his righteousness. We make make mention of his righteousness, not our own. Second, Christ's powerful revelation. Beloved, as ye have been taught, abound in him with thanksgiving. And lastly, Christ's purposed reconciliation. Beloved, he made peace through the blood of his cross. By him, all things are reconciled unto himself. By him, beloved, not you. This evening, I wish to draw your attention to the gospel of our salvation. And I've taken my title uh, from verse 17 of our portion that I believe knits together very nicely the gospel truths that are seen in the first two chapters of Colossians. In verse 17, we read these words, The body is of Christ. Let's uh, pick up in Colossians chapter 2, verse 17. First, we'll look at a perfect righteousness, Christ's righteousness. In verse 16, we read, Let no man, therefore, judge you in meat or in drink or in respect of a holy day or of a new moon or of the Sabbath days, which are a shadow of things to come, but the body is of Christ. There is this idea among religious unconverted men that believers are sanctified by something they do in the flesh. They are ever murmuring and troubling God's people about their opinions and judgments. Well, I'm not here this evening to trouble you with what men think. I'm here to comfort you with what our dear Lord has declared. First off, let's look at this little word, therefore. It's connected to what the Spirit of God has written previously. Turn to Colossians chapter 1, verse 14. And we read... Beloved, we have redemption through his blood, even the forgiveness of sins. Ye are presented in Christ holy and unblameable and unreprovable in his sight. Ye are complete in him. 
Therefore, beloved, let no man judge you. The body is of Christ. By His blessed person and His finished saving work, we have been made one with Him. Turn to John's Gospel, chapter 1. I've said this before, and uh, I've heard both my pastors say it and other faithful ministers of the gospel say it. There are verses that I'm going to turn to again and again and again. John's Gospel, chapter, chapter 1, and we'll look at verse 47 and see there the gospel of our salvation. In John chapter 1, verse 47 we read, Jesus saw Nathanael coming to him and saith of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed in whom is no guile. That is what the Lord says of his body. For the body is of Christ. Our dear Lord says, Behold, this is my beloved bride in whom there is no guile. Our Lord declares through the gospel of his beloved bride, and it is our gospel, beloved, We hear him say by his spirit, I have washed her. I have cleansed her. I have made her perfect by the sacrifice of myself. Beloved, the body is of Christ. Ye are complete in him. Ye are quickened together with him and all your sins are forgiven in him. If you hear a message that says, do this or do that to be saved, Beloved, you know, by God's undeserved grace, there is no gospel to be heard there. But to hear and believe the report of the gospel, done. (laughs) Oh, what a blessing. We are not justified by what we do in our flesh. We are justified by what was done in the flesh of the Lord Jesus Christ. For it is through his perfect faith that we are justified. Turn with me to 2 Corinthians chapter 5. Second Corinthians chapter 5, and I'll pick up in verse 17. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. And all things are of God, who hath reconciled us to himself by Jesus Christ, and hath given us the ministry of reconciliation. To wit, that God was in Christ, reconciling the word, the world unto himself, not imputing their transgressions unto them, and hath committed unto us the word of reconciliation. Now then, we are ambassadors for Christ, as though God did beseech you by us. We pray you in Christ's deed, be ye reconciled to God. For he, that is Christ Jesus our Lord, hath made him to be sin for us. For our Heavenly Father had made Christ to be sin for us, who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Turn over to Galatians chapter 2. Galatians chapter 2. Verse 16, we read these words, Knowing that a man is not justified by the works of the law, it's not by what we do that justifies us, beloved, 
but by the faith of Jesus Christ. Even we believed in Jesus Christ that we might be justified by the faith of Christ and not by the works of the law. For the works of the law shall no flesh be justified. Beloved, we are justified by the doing and the dying of our Lord Savior and Savior Jesus Christ. Beloved, when you come before his throne, you will make mention of his righteousness and his alone. For you know that it was only through the perfect righteousness of Christ that ye are complete before him in love. Beloved, it is not about an ever-improving, our ever-improving state. That's not my experience. But rather it is about a perfect state, a perfect acceptance by and through Christ. Don't let your flesh, that body of death, pollute your mind with the notion that anything you do is righteous. There is none righteous. In our flesh there is nothing profitable. There is none that doeth good. Do you remember what our brother Paul said? He declared, I count all things but loss for the excellency of the knowledge of Christ Jesus my Lord, for whom I have suffered the loss of all things, and do count them but done, that I may win Christ and be found in him not having my own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Have you ever heard yourself or someone else go on about what they are doing rather than speak of what Christ has done and is doing? I'm not speaking to you only, beloved. I'm speaking about myself. Turn with me to Ephesians chapter 5 verses 1 and 2. Verse 1. Be ye therefore followers of God as dear children, and walk in love as Christ also hath loved us, and hath given himself for us as an offering and a sacrifice to God for a sweet-smelling Savior. That Savior, what a sweet smell it is. God give us grace to walk in love as Christ also hath loved us. Just as the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of truth, gives testimony of Him, bringing sweet-smelling savor of His righteousness. Let us put off the stench of all things that pertain to the doing of our flesh. I believe Paul sums it up very well, don't you? It's done. Beloved, rejoice in the sweet-smelling savor of His doing that glorious righteousness of his life, the life of the morning dew of his youth, the life of his doing and not ours. Beloved, the body is of Christ. By and through his perfect righteousness, he has dressed us and made us accepted before his heavenly Father. Indeed, our heavenly Father is, before before our heavenly Father, he is our only righteousness. He makes us the sweet-smelling savior, savor of his doing and dying before our Heavenly Father. Let's keep reading in our portion in Colossians chapter 2. Verse 18. <clears throat> Let no man beguile you of your reward in a voluntary humility and worshiping of angels, 
intruding into those things which he hath not seen, vainly puffed up by his fleshly mind, and not beholding the head from which all the body by joints and bands, having nourishment ministered and knit together, increaseth with the increase of God. In verse 19, we read this expression, not holding the head. This is the characteristic of all false religion. That religion that is not after Christ is not holding the head. False faith, instead of tracing itself to the faith that Christ reveals to his people by his spirit, traces itself to the flesh of men. Turn to Colossians, or just a little bit earlier in Colossians chapter 2 and verse 8. We read, Beware lest any man spoil you through the philosophy and vain deceit after the tradition of men, after the rudiments of the world, and not after Christ. There is but one that is your mediator, the Lord Jesus Christ. There is but one faith that justifies us, beloved. We are justified by the faith of Christ. And there is but one who will reveal God in you, Christ Jesus the Lord. If you and I are indeed growing in the grace and knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ, it is because we have been taught of God. We have been given a revelation from above. And I trust, beloved, when you speak of the reason for the hope that is within you, your speech shows forth your head and not the flesh of man. Now, don't get me wrong. I thank the Lord for my pastor and other faithful ministers like him who hold forth the word of life. For it is by these earthen vessels that our Lord, that our treasure, Christ Jesus the Lord, reveals himself to us. So many in religion talk of having their doctrine put in order by some man. But beloved, you know what I'm talking about. By divine revelation, by Christ's revelation, the water is poured out and is blessed to our understanding by the regenerating work of His Spirit. Beloved, He has given us an understanding. For we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us an understanding, that we may know Him that is true, and we are in Him that is true, even in His Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. The Lord Jesus Christ is the whom from which all our nourishment and increase is from and has been. It has been of Christ and from Him. Both our doctrine and practice has its beginning, maturity, and growing in Christ. Beloved, the body is of Christ. In John's Gospel, we read God's Word declaring, No man has seen God at any time, the only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father. He hath declared Him. Beloved, the body is of Christ. By His powerful revelation, He hath declared the Father to us. Turn to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. Verse 6. For God, who hath commanded the light to shine out of darkness, hath shined in our hearts 
to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ commanded the light to shine out of darkness, has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of himself. Keep reading in our portion. Turn to Colossians chapter 2. We'll pick up in verse 20. Wherefore, if ye be dead with Christ from the rudiments of the world, why, as though living in the world, are ye subject to ordinances, touch not, taste not, handle not, which are all to perish with the using, after the commandments and doctrines of men, which things have indeed a show of wisdom and will worship and humility and neglecting of the body, not in any honor to satisfying the flesh? We read this expression in that portion, if ye be dead with Christ. Now, what exactly does that mean? Turn with me to Romans chapter 8. Romans chapter 8. Verse 34. Who is he that condemneth? The law, men, your own heart. Beloved, it is Christ that died in your place. Ye are dead with Christ. And he is risen again, who is even at the right hand of God, who also maketh intercession for us. Christ has paid for all your sins. Beloved, our Heavenly Father will not require of your hand a second payment. Christ did it all. We are his purchased possession. God has purposed to reconcile us in Christ his Son. And our dear Lord ever maketh intercession for us. Is there someone here whose heart condemns them? Is there someone here whose heart does not condemn them? God give you grace not to fix your eyes there. Let that not be your comfort this evening. God is is greater than our heart and knoweth all things. Let your comfort be that Christ knows you and you know him. Lots of people talk about saying, I know the Lord. I'd rather have him know me. How can you know that Christ knows you? If you receive the things of his spirit, the testimony of Christ, let me assure you, no man, no woman can believe the things of the spirit of God unless they are born again. In Romans 8, verse 38, we read, I am persuaded that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor powers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor height, nor depth, nor any other creature shall be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus our Lord. Beloved, God hath saved us and called us with unholy calling, not according to our works, but according to his own purpose and grace, which was given us in Christ Jesus before the world began. Beloved, our portion from God's word declares the body is of Christ. If the Lord would be pleased to take 
that one small portion, if He blesses it to your understanding, the body is of Christ. That's our gospel, beloved. To look away from ourselves and to ever look to Him for our all and all. Beloved, the body is of Christ. By His purposed reconciliation, God has saved us by and through His beloved Son. In Ephesians chapter 2, verse 8, this, uh, this verse is not in my notes, but the more I thought about that declaration from Colossians chapter 2, the body is of Christ. It sums up very well what we read in Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10, but I'll begin reading in verse 8. For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourselves, that is the gift of God, not of works, lest any man should boast. For we are his workmanship. (laughs) Truly, the body is of Christ. Created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. I trust you saw this evening, beloved, by God's grace, the blessedness of that beautiful truth contained in our portion, the body is of Christ. Beloved, the body is of Christ. By His perfect righteousness, His beloved bride, by the sacrifice of Himself, is made completely accepted in and by His perfect righteousness, without spot or wrinkle. Now, how do you know that His righteousness is your righteousness? When you have been made to see that all you own is sin and are the author of it. And when Christ makes you to see that all he owns, all of our righteousness, is the author of that. We read earlier in our portion, he who knew no sin was made sin for us, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Beloved, he presents us to himself a glorious church, not having spot or wrinkle or any such thing. The body is of Christ, holy and without blemish. For he hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. Beloved, the body is of Christ. By his powerful revelation, his beloved bride, by his power, has been made to know the Father through the Son. I know many of you know that portion in the letters of John. But a wonderful, wonderful, what a wonderful thing to read. He hath given us an understanding. We didn't figure it out. It wasn't something that we worked out through sweating our brow over so many books. It was given to us to understand. Just as surely as it's given to us to hear his voice, when we hear his voice, he gives us that understanding. Now, how do you know you've been given his revelation? When you have been made to see that all men are liars, but that Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no man comes to the Father except by him. Beloved, you know, for you have his word abiding in you by his spirit, and not the words of men. Beloved, the body is of Christ. By his purpose reconciliation, his beloved bride, by the grace that was purposed in Christ Jesus before the world began, has been both saved and called with a holy calling. By his purpose reconciliation, beloved, we have been saved. Beloved, we are his body and it is of Christ. By his righteousness, 
God hath made us acceptable by and through his beloved Son. By his revelation, God hath revealed himself through his beloved Son to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of himself and the face of his beloved Son, our dear Lord Jesus Christ. By his reconciliation, God hath saved us by and through his beloved Son. Beloved, in all things it behooved him to be made like unto his brethren, that he might be a merciful and faithful high priest in things pertaining to God to make reconciliation for the sins of his people. Beloved, all that we are, his body, is of his doing and his dying. Amen.